0: Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's your host, Brian Wallace, with the Next Action Podcast, and I am here with a very, very high-energy individual that I think you will all enjoy quite a bit. Wanted to introduce you to my buddy Naftali or Tuli Kraus, the director of business development for Fresh Sense. Tuli has successfully built a large network using LinkedIn and has increased company sales by 40% using LinkedIn. He's also been behind the scenes at a lot of LinkedIn local events in the metro New York area. Tuli, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? I am doing great. Thanks for having me. You bet. So those of you who weren't listening to the show uh, ahead of time before we started recording will be happy to know that we were just debating what to talk about. So Tully and I talk on a regular basis, so we could probably make this a five-hour long show and talk about everything in the world. But... Tully and I decided that we're going to talk a lot about content and creativity, which is something that I think is sorely lacking in the world, especially (laughs) for uh, many of you who are probably looking at LinkedIn as you're scrolling through right now. Uh, This is going to sound like a complaining old man on the lawn or comedic monologue, (laughs) but how many of you are scrolling through your feed and you're like, oh, I don't care about like, Boring. one minute motivation and another copycat this and that and pulling some random viral video. Totally. So, got any thoughts about this? I mean, for sure. So for me,
1: I mean, the past two months, I've been just been feeling like I haven't really stopped to look at anyone, like a lot of people's content that I used to like. It's just, it's been so much fluff and, It's so repetitive and you're seeing the same thing over and over again. So yeah, I think today I'm super excited to talk to you about creating good creative content that either will make you stay, you know, be that out of the box kind of guy or, you know, feel good about what you're creating.
0: Yeah. And um, let's build on your last point about feeling good about what you're creating. If you are a crappy copy of somebody else, that's all you are. (laughs) So exactly. Exactly. Everybody who tells you to post every day, every hour, post as much as possible, that's only true if you have something good to post about. Like I say all the time, I don't get paid to dance on LinkedIn or Facebook or anywhere else. It just doesn't make any sense. So sometimes you'll see me go quiet, super quiet on different networks because I just have nothing interesting to say. The way that I think about it is if I don't think that it would be that interesting, why should I put it out there? I think I'm just going to let people down. So it's really, easy to, yeah, it's very really easy to get in the rut by just getting repetitive. Now, brilliance can come anywhere. I suggest that you always have something close by like a notepad next to your bed or a Moleskin, or a notes app on your smartphone or whatever. You should always have something handy. Right. I'm not going to tell people how to do the creative process because I feel like everybody handles that different. Some people might use Evernote. Some people might use a pen and paper. Some people will have a whiteboard in their shower. Who knows? I'm, I'm not in charge of your life. That, I think that last right. one might be a little too much. But yeah, I think getting out of that rut and coming up with stuff, not just pandering to the audience and trying to figure out what people want, but figuring out what you want, I think is really good. And you may have heard me talk about this before, Tolly, sure. but there's a, a wonderful marketer out there in the world, uh, really famous New York Times bestseller and uh, keynote speaker galore, has built a lot of really interesting things on the internet by the name of Seth Godin. Seth the Purple Cow. Purple Cow, Tipping Point. Lynchpin, all sorts of different books. He also has one called the All Marketers Are Liars. In any case, he, which uh, I don't think is entirely true, but there's plenty of liars out there. But we're talking about good things today. So, something really interesting he says, because he's had a blog forever, he says, for every blog post you see out there, there's like 20 blog posts that I throw in the garbage. So, if a marketing genius like that, who's been at it for longer than a lot of people have been alive, <laughs> is like going one for 21. Why everybody thinks that they're a content genius every time they have anything that comes through their mind is absurd, right? So getting out of the rut, critical is to stop, take a breath, and just think about what you're writing. And if you're just dialing it in and you're not really trying, I don't get what you're doing, right? If you're just trying to be like a professional noisemaker and look how many views I got and this and that, and you're not turning that into some kind of business value, I don't really understand that either. I think that there should be some golden ratio. And some people will tell you it's 10%, 20%, 25%. You should be giving and coming up with really interesting illustrative content, whether it's video images, short, long form posts, whatever, live video, which are one of the live broadcasters. There's all sorts of great stuff you can talk about that gives to others. And then a piece of it tells everybody about what you do. And then people, right? You become known. You become an icon, and then people check out what you do and all of that. So, I think slowing it down and not feeling like, oh, I have to post today. I have to post this hour. I have to post because seven o'clock in the morning on Monday is the only time. No, if you have a post that's good, it's probably going to continue at least the first 24, 48 hours. And in most cases, if it's really something that's doing well, it'll go out there for a week and potentially beyond. So slowing that down and really thinking about why you're showing up in the first place and how you're different from others is going to make all the difference in the world. So I want to touch on two things. First of all, I had a conversation with a close, close friend of mine.
1: He's a different type of content creator. He posts a lot five, 10 times a day, and and not even creative content. And I had a conversation with him. He's like, he's trying to achieve something else. He's trying to achieve noise. And the reason is because he is so focused on making money. And he realizes that he is so busy putting out content that he's not really looking at the metrics. He creates a piece of content, posts it, and moves on. And he realizes and lives that LinkedIn is just a tool. He's not using it, you know, for anything more than that. He's focused on making money and using LinkedIn as a tool to make, you know, the, the, he, to re- help him reach his financial goals. There are people that they become wrapped up into this, into this bubble like, ooh, all this noise is exciting. Um, so he helped me really realize that it's not that. Just create content, figure out your goal, and then create content to hit that goal. Um, either it's to make money or make noise, but if most people are here to make money, then you got to focus on that and create content accordingly.
0: So what's the question?
1: And then, no, so what do you think about that? Because he creates a lot of content, but he also totally detached himself from like all that feeling of popularity. He just creates content and he has a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. He totally detached himself from that, you know, the, the mental state that a lot of people are in when they're creating content. They're like, Ooh getting, you know, the metrics are rising, I'm getting a lot of views.
0: He totally detached himself. Yeah, so I would disagree with what he's saying, and I would would disagree with quite a number of pieces of that. Um, I think completely detaching yourself and not really caring about the community, people notice stuff, and if you are disengaged, they'll notice. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be on the little social media bandwagon and be all cheerleader and all that either and just throw out popcorn and candy corn and whatever, just fluff and nonsense. Right. I think though, the problem is, is that people look for the wrong metrics. So anybody who's obsessed with the number of followers and the number of views isn't really getting it. It's the right crowd that you're trying to attract. So if all you're doing is just building up massive, massive thousands and thousands of followers, it's so noisy that nobody knows what you do. Nobody cares what you do. And you're not really building any kind of funnel to wealth and helping others. Now, I think wealth and helping others are connected, right? So it's not just noise. I don't show up for noise. I show up for things that are very deep and meaningful. If you ask anybody on LinkedIn, who is a meaningful broadcaster for live streaming? Pretty much 10 out of 10 people are going to come back to me because I bother to put some thought into it. So I prefer a much deeper level of engagement where people feel like I'm speaking to them, whether I'm speaking to them about something that matters to me, whether I'm speaking about just principles I believe in, helping other people, helping causes, helping people getting jobs or helping myself, I guess you could say, with bringing in more business. To me, that's all the same thing. So I think getting a deeper context is going to help spur you on to make better content. Now, Building on this, as we have about five minutes left, coming up with good ideas and exercising your brain for creativity, I think is something that people don't spend enough time on. Now, I'll have to try to find it, but I remember there was this fabulous YouTube video where they talked about children and creativity because children are really creative because the world hasn't ruined them yet telling them they shouldn't be creative. So it was an exercise where they were told, you have 60 seconds, go draw a picture of a clock as you can imagine, and not to be critical of children, but the drawings were terrible because you only have 60 seconds. What are you going to do? They're not amazing in 60 seconds. Nobody is. But once they were given like five minutes or 10 minutes, I forget what it was, they all had incredible and very creative and very different kinds of things. So I think to give yourself enough time to breathe in creativity is amazing, whether that is, and it could be certain times of day, but the, the big part of it is really to exercise your brain by giving yourself the headspace to be creative. If you are racing from meeting to meeting and, oh, I just, you know, I have five minutes, I have to get this post out, it's probably not gonna be that good. Creativity does not live in a vacuum, but it needs space to live and breathe. And why I bring up the whole part about children is I think somewhere along the line of early adulthood, our parents, mentors, teachers, bosses, who all hopefully mean the best they want the best for us, but it doesn't usually come out that way. And it starts coming out where it's like, Hey, little Johnny, Hey, little Judy. Hey, little Tully. I know you want to be creative, but you have to go out there and make money and get sales and all that. So you don't have time to be creative and that's a waste of time. And people don't make money being creative, but that's not true. Right. Because some of the best brands in the world and the most memorable people are creative and that's how they get attention.
1: So putting aside some time to really, you know, build, and focus on tr- training.
0: Absolutely. You can train your brain to be creative. Everybody's like, oh, you're just naturally creative. It's like, no, it's just like going into the gym, but cre- your muscle, your creativity, that's also something that has to be flexed on a regular basis. So I would ask you, Tolly, do you ever give yourself some time to do that? Or are you more likely probably just giving yourself too much pressure to perform it's, on it?
1: Right. It's probably the pressure. Um so for example if i had now 30 minutes and my my schedule is absolutely blank what
0: would you re- what would you recommend suggest so different people respond to different things some people like watching inspirational videos right mm-hmm. or reading i think reading is a really good thing anything that can unwind your brain because i think the more we stare at screens and all of that is really crappy So I try to read and when I try to read, not just like a blog post on the internet, I like reading things that stretch my mind. That's actually like on a book because it forces your brain to think slower. I'm not talking speed reading and all that, but I think that could help just getting different inspiration, figuring out what kinds of voices you like, podcasting, finding stuff that really speaks to your heart, I think will help you quite a bit rather than trying to figure somebody to be a copy of because that's all you'll ever be. Right? right? Really just being a voracious reader, listening to a variety of voices and thought. And I think once you pull it from enough sources, you can reform that in your own mind's eye and be to the world what you truly want to do.
1: I really like that, the reading tip. I mean, someone once told me, I, I had a similar discussion with him, you know, I'm getting a little stuck with content creation. He's like, um, there are so many blogs that if you want to talk about sales or marketing. I every morning I get an email from HubSpot's marketing blog and there you HubSpot's go. Sales blog, right. And you can read those and get inspiration from that and even use some tidbits or whatever they're writing. And then, you know, just write that you took this from HubSpot's blog or exactly. you know, show the link.
0: And a lot of sales are really a little overeager and toxic. And it's like just too high energy. And sometimes, let's face it, we all just need a break from that. Right. So, right. Absolutely. Bringing a different voice into the sales world, I think, is pretty brilliant. That's what I'd like to see from you.
1: I, I really like the reading. T- I, I, that's very interesting. I'm going to bring a, a, a book to work and then read it when I have some downtime. Um,
0: and we'll see how it goes. I, I really like that idea. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I think switching gears sometimes, as much as it seems like, no, we have to hit the gas and go crazy and 10x and blah, blah, blah. As much as we need the 10 exit, sometimes we need to 05 exit. And right. speaking of which, we've reached our fifteen-minute mark. So, Tuli, you've been a pleasure to have on as a guest. Where can everybody find you online?
1: On LinkedIn, uh, Krause, Tuli Krause, Kraus, T U L I Kraus, K R A U S, and then Instagram, same thing, Tuli Kraus.
0: Good stuff, man. Keep up the great work. Appreciate
1: it, Brian. Thanks for you having betcha. me.